answer that question by asking you two questions. One, is this or is this not? Chasing history. Jake Larson. I'm ready for some Monday night concussion protocol. <laughs> and two-time Nebraska walk-on tryout participant Colton Stone. Sometimes it just like replays through my head. It's just like, wow. Yes, it is. Two, do I or do I not currently have a pulse? Yes, I do. Let's play football. Of the major league season. This is the earliest start in the sports history, not including international games, here on March 29th. Yeah, Ian Happ hit seven home runs in spring training, five of them leading out the game. I expect him to take a pretty healthy cut here if he gets a juicy looking first pitch fastball from Urania. Urania to Happ and a drive to right. Go, baby! What were you saying, Jimmy? Yes, sir! That's unbelievable. Good morning, beautiful people. I'm sure that's a sweet, sweet sound for you, Jake. Yes, the voice of Len Casper and the crack of the bat from Ian Happ are two of the best sounds I have ever heard. What a way to start opening day. Happy holidays to everybody. Too bad. history, it's that time of the week, 10 a.m. Yeah, it's too bad that the season also happened to be starting with uh, one of the teams being the Miami Marlins. That kind of ruined the specialness of opening day. Well, yeah, probably. But, I mean, you got your Cubbies. There you go. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad that they're playing one of the worst teams of all time. You've seen, <laughs> you've seen Major League, right? Yeah. I'm, that, that's, this, that's this year's Miami Marlins. <laughs> they're gonna get, except for it's going to be in reverse. I think they're going to move. Uh, no, they're not going to move. Who would move to Cleveland? I wouldn't. But that's Why besides the point. Move from Miami to Cleveland? Well, I'm just saying it's in reverse because in the movie they're going to move to Miami. Oh. Yeah, but that didn't happen because they got they 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 banded together as a team and they beat all odds. <laughs> is that is that what it was about? Uh yeah, I'm pretty sure. That and um uh Wesley Snipes was a leadoff man. That was pretty <laughs> interesting. Charlie Sheen out of the bullpen. <laughs> I don't know how that team had chemistry. <laughs> they made it work. Like you said, they banded together, and, and they made it work. <laughs> I don't know how, but they made it work. That's incredible. Well, uh, I didn't really pay attention to any baseball yesterday other than the very little that like I saw on Twitter. Oh, I left ESPN all day, on all day. And I usually don't do that because outside of sports, ESPN's a – I don't like it. You don't like it? <laughs> no, nah, not, not a whole lot. And why is that, Jake? Don't even get me started. <laughs> Don't even. You know what upset me about ESPN yesterday? I, I, most things. Um, but I wanted to watch. Well, Shannon Sharp. N- yeah, I wish. That'd, <laughs> that'd be even better. No, I was. I went to go find the NIT championship, and I know it's the NIT, but it's no CBI. <laughs> they they put they put the NIT on ESPN two the championship, and they put the Giants and the Dodgers on regular ESPN. And I get, like, it's opening day and everything, but, like, at least you have a championship game, not, like, the first game of the season. But but also it's the Dodgers-Giants that's the second biggest rivalry in baseball. Yeah, I know. But <laughs> I was upset. Who is even in the NIT finals? Penn State. Oh, that's why. Penn State basketball. And then they won it. Penn State basketball winning. Yeah. You think that's going to get viewers over Dodgers-Giants on opening day? You got me to watch. That's it, though. Probably. You're a sad, strange little man. <laughs> I have 161 more games to watch. I had one more Penn State basketball game. Not that I cared it was Penn State. Exactly. It was an exactly. It was an interesting game. All right. It was okay. Okay. And, and Penn State won by quite a bit. So that Nebraska has the potential of – I saw this uh, on Twitter, Chris Bassnett, Lincoln Journal Star – he said that Nebraska could have had wins or close losses to a potential NCAA tournament champion, the NIT champion, and if North Texas wins today in the CBI, then they would also have a, C- a win over the CBI champion. doesn't change the fact that they're a fifth seed in the NIT. <laughs> yeah. No, well, I guess in the NIT they use, like, if you won your regular season as, like, a, a qualifier too. So if you win your regular season, you, like, automatically get slotted like a higher seed. So that's part of the reason Nebraska ended up as a five. Yeah, because um, that and they didn't, yeah. you know, beat enough teams. But. In this very, very smallest conference, there are still a couple conferences in which uh, 
winners aren't automatic uh, bids for the NCAA. Instead, they're automatic for the NIT. I can't think of which ones. I believe one of them's the Northeast Conference. But there's still a couple conferences where the automatic bid goes NIT, not NCAA. That's weird. Well, that's what happens when you suck. <laughs> Let's uh, change that. All right. Let's get rid of the automatic qual- What? No, we'll talk about March Madness later. That's fine. Yep. Opening day. Um, I guess since we have now we have one day to go off of, and you've got the tweets that probably say uh, they're on pace to be 162 and 0. Ian Haps on. Pace I'm, uh, I'm not. I'm not Carl from Barstool, but thank you. <laughs> I wish I was. <laughs> uh, Ian Happ is on pace to have 162 leadoff home runs this year. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's gonna. I think that'll break uh, Ricky Henderson's record. <laughs> Pretty sure. <laughs> Probably not. Uh, <laughs> Close. A home run record that was broken. Uh, Barry Bonds' freshman record at Arizona State. Spencer Torkelson. Who? Oh my God. Asterisk. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They removed him from the history books. I don't remember who Barry Bonds is. Is that the guy with all the asterisks next to his name? Welcome to the danger zone where I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna beat Jake for saying something stupid about Barry Bonds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Spencer Torkelson hit his twelfth home run as a freshman at Arizona State, which broke Barry Bonds' previous record of eleven, and they're only like halfway through the season, so that's a stat. <laughs> that's one of that's those a fact. That's one of those things that just replays in your mind. It's like, wow. 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 <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right. Well, now that we have one game to go off of, Jake, who's winning the World Series? You know, I really want to say, yeah, I, you know I'm going to say Cubs. I mean, you know that's going to be the case. Um, honestly, there's a... <laughs> uh, way to interrupt my thought process. Um... That is a really, really difficult question because the field is really... Okay, so there's like seven teams in the MLB that are actually good. Mm-hmm. And they're all like equally good. And you have the Yankees. Who I, I will sacrifice someone if that means them not winning a World Series this year. Because I, I was sick of hearing Yankees fans in like January. Um, so I hope that doesn't happen. Uh, Houston Astros are going to be really, really good. Um, I think the Cubs will be really good. Um, a lot of people saying that they will improve from last year. And at first I wasn't so sure, but apparently I'm the only one that thinks that this year's team was worse than last year's. So maybe I'm wrong and the Cubs will have another good shot at the world series. And they looked uh, good. It's just Kyle Schwerber makes me wish that they had a DH in the National League. He's one of the worst fielders I've ever seen. But um, he can hit so many home runs, so I guess I have to forgive him for that. Um, How many is he going to hit? What? How many is he going to hit? Uh, Schwerber? Yeah. I'm going to go 32. I'm going to go 32 for Schwerber. Uh, probably batting like 288. That's how I see it, even though we don't care about that on this show. Um, you know what we can predict pretty easily on this show is well, when this show is going to end. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> probably next week. Uh, <laughs> um, Please tell everyone you know about this show. <laughs> um, not what uh, Alex Gordon's batting average is going to be. It's going to be sub 200. That no, I was about, sure. to say, was about to say whatever Tony Mendoza's was. <laughs> Whatever my current MLB batting average is, mine's pretty low. I'll whatever whatever my batting average is my final season of baseball, that'll be Alex Gordon's. Like 117, probably. That's pretty generous. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, and what's weird about this, like, too, for me, is, like, with Alex Gordon, is he's, like, he's known as one of the best defensive players in baseball. Yeah, because he's phenomenal in the outfield. Yeah. But when they drafted him, it's like, uh, I think we might have to use him as a DH because his fielding is awful. Because he was not a very, defensively, he was not a very good third baseman at Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it's like, hey, you want to play a position that you've like never played before, even though you're already terrible at defense? 
and then somehow that turned him into like one of the best defensive players in all the major leagues. How many Golden Gloves does he have now? Like five? Probably. Let me. Well, I have a computer on me. Let me. Uh, While you find up. that, I was just gonna say, I like I I don't know because it's too early. I don't know who's gonna win the World Series, obviously. But it kind of feels. No I kind of feels like. It's the Giants' time. It's been about that three to four years. Oh, no, they're going to be third in the division. Really? Yes. Mm. Because all the players that they acquired are way too old. Uh, it just it, It's that time frame. They just, like, they win one every one to – yeah, or one. Every three to five years, it feels like, as, as of late. Yeah, but that's, that's, that's ended. That ship has sailed. Once the Cubs beat them in an even number of year this year, that was what ended it, and uh, – Andrew McCutcheon is was their big signing, and he's he's way past his prime, in my opinion. Yeah, and he has won five. He has won five with uh, Gold Gloves with three All Star appearances and two uh, appearances on the MVP voting as well. So <laughs> there you go. All right. All right then. I don't know. I if it's I want to say the Yankees to be honest. I, yeah, I there's I just but I also at the same time I, I really don't want to. I don't say. want to. That's the thing is there's so much power that they've they've put on that team, but and what makes when you can buy your team. And what you makes know. no sense to me about the Yankees is that they just seem to defy all baseball logic because they they have, first of all, okay, they have 27 World Series championships, which, I mean, 16 of them, no, more than that, like 20 of those were when there were only, like, eight teams in the major leagues. So, I mean, I don't know how impressive. They still count. Yeah, I don't know how impressive that makes that number, though. But um, that being said, about all of those teams won on pure power. So many of them won on pure power. There are some exceptions. Um, the late 90s Yankees dynasty was actually a small ball team. Um, but for the most part, it's been uh, power historically. And that justifies baseball logic. So that's like, yeah, I mean, you need power, but not necessarily to just hit a bunch of solo home runs, but to drive in the guys that have already been put on base. It's just an extra thing that you need to drive in more runs. It's not something that you can live and die by. But the Yankees have definitely lived by it. So, um, but that's also a reason to look at is the recent World Series titles that the Yankees had, uh, the ones in the late 90s, was by small ball. So maybe just having uh, two heavy hitters in the lineup really won't do much for uh, the Yankees in the postseason. Maybe, I mean, yeah, they can, the players can get hot at the right time, but um, you don't know how long it's really going to take you. Well, and part of it, too, that the Yankees – could potentially not be as like big of a threat as you'd think. As you look at the rest of the AL East, between uh, Boston's going to be pretty good this year. I think honestly, Boston's another team that could win the World Series. Yeah, uh, and it, and it's not that Toronto or Baltimore are really these high powered offenses or def- you know these these superpowers of of teams, but they always find a way to when it comes to playing against the Yankees and the Red Sox that they make it competitive. Usually, mm-hmm. so yep. the AL East, like normal, is probably going to be the toughest division to win in in 2018. I think. Yep. Um, yeah, I think I'd have to agree with that. Um, I'm just trying to think of who uh, who else is competing, but yeah, that is one of the stronger divisions out there. That's for sure. Um, honestly, as a even though I'm a like I said, I'm a diehard Cubs fan. Um, I'm really glad to see the Cardinals back because something was just missing last season when the Cubs would just whoop them every time. Because what you made didn't, you didn't mind though? I mean, I didn't mind, but it just made the season less interesting. Because honestly, um, of course, I mean, nothing can compare to when the Cubs won the World Series. But the postseason before, where they made it to, just made it to the NLCS was amazing because of the series the Cubs had against the Cardinals. And the Cardinals were a 100-win team. The Cubs were a 98-win team. That was behind the Cubs winning the World Series in the pennant, um, which is way up there. 
Mm-hmm. A close third was when the Cubs beat the Cardinals in baseball moments for me. That was just a that was a great series, and it was really exciting too. But I think it. I thought it was a sign when the Cubs. Uh, the only game they dropped in that series was the one on my birthday. I thought that was definitely a sign, but I was, I was wrong. They ended up pulling it out. So. Oh jeez. I don't know. It, I I think you're right though. I think they're. It's just one of those. It's not that like you want the Cardinals to necessarily be better than the Cubs. You just want them to be comparable because it's a series. Yes, it's a, it's you, a, it's a series a, you look forward to. Yeah, it's one of the biggest rivalries. There are three rivalries in baseball. Um, like that are really like way up there, and I mean you can maybe add a fourth with Mets and Phillies, but both of those teams are usually kind of garbage. Um, Thank you. But uh, <laughs> Yankees Red Sox maybe the biggest rivalry in North American sports. Mm-hmm. Um, you have uh, Red or uh, Giants Dodgers and Cubs Cardinals. Baseball is not the same when one of those rivalries is not is you know not competitive, and that's part of the reason why uh, one what made the Red Sox um, championship in 04 so special was playing the Yankees in the playoffs. That I and I hope that happens again this year. Um, I really hope that the ALCS is Red Sox Yankees. Um, and really, incredible. and really, nothing else. That's that makes the playoffs so much better is when rivals meet because, you know, playoff baseball is amazing. With rivals, is oh is boy. baseball? Sorry, I should rephrase this. Mm-hmm. Is is the MLB playoffs and the World Series your favorite postseason? My favorite postseason. Yeah. Uh, I would say no, but. When it comes to comparing the regular season to the postseason in sports, the regular season and postseason are probably the most different atmospheres. Um, Just because no matter what during the regular season with so many games, and baseball being a summertime sport that's kind of slow-paced, baseball is a very chilled sport. It's very relaxing to watch. Um, yeah, it can get exciting grab when you a have hot dog, grab we, you know, a beer. exactly, yeah. and uh, games later on, and uh, and they can get exciting. You know, if you have a close game going into the seventh or eighth inning, uh, and that's just something that's kind of exciting to watch. But no matter what, it's just kind of a relaxing sport. But then when you get to the postseason, you're on the edge of your seat the whole time, mm-hmm. and the crowd, you know, the stadium, no matter where you're playing, is completely packed. And the fans are up on their feet and cheering the entire time instead of just kind of having like a half-filled stadium where people are just kind of sitting back, clapping after a run gets walked in. A bloop single. Yeah, exactly. It, it, it just, it's, it's pretty magical to watch uh, MLB postseason. But, uh, I mean, March Madness, yeah. you, you can't beat March Madness. That's and um, the NHL playoffs is pretty fun to watch, too. Yeah. Well, and, and I think I don't want to say that it's comparable to like the MLB, but it, you know you play so many games, and so it's like you know which ones do you care about? At what point do you start like having to to stress and worry? But then you get, I mean, it, it seems like almost every series in the NHL, unless there's some team that's just phenomenal, there's almost always six or seven game series. Like you mm-hmm. hardly see six or seven game yeah. series. Like, <laughs> Because 
pass rusher, I think he'd be a great Yeah, even though Sue's more of a pass rusher, I think he'd be a great nose tackle. Yeah, I think he'd be a great nose tackle. Yeah, I think he'd be a great but fine, I think it's absolutely out of course. But I think the dude has no sort of But I just wanted to release some of his pro stats as well as some of his trade. I would call his stats after the trade one. He had to pass up the award that he got on. He was a team all big 12. He was a big 12 defense player of the year. AP player of the year. Bednar, Willis, Jerome, Barbie, Christie, Trophy, Bednar, all of them, Barbie, first album. It's all Maryland's the first team. He's a finalist for the Dr. Reed Walsh campaign. Yeah, he was No, he was on the high side. He absolutely was on the high side. No, he absolutely was. Here's the thing. Nadal Kutsu was the best defense in football. He was the best defensive line. They ran the best defensive line exclusively. They ran the design exclusively that whole season. until they weren't being able to play as many downs because they wanted to go to the pass block. Exactly. You had to go to the pass exactly. Washington. I'm going to look at the 2011 team. See who 2011 started. 
50 attacks. That's a lot of numbers. 50 attacks for a loss in 2014 because they're comparing him and Aaron Donald. Excuse me, Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan's anniversary of 
the highest game score, according to... Let me bring... Yeah, that's where you take away the three point line of the video. 
Uh, I'm not sure if you remember the beginning of the 1983 Lakers were Western Conference champions. In the 82 game season that they played, how many three pointers did they take? You're close. Eight. And that was good. That was good. That was just. That was just. It wasn't just a drop on the court. It wasn't. It wasn't even really a thing. Yeah, because no one's going to guard you if you shoot from that long, that far away. And honestly, like, they mentioned that video. And honestly, like, they mentioned that the video would really change. If they got rid of the three-point line, nothing would really change. Because the only difference, actually, difference is that I give you the fact that people are guarding you out there. Lowers the fact that people are guarding you out there lowers that percentage of you making that well, shot. The thing is, the higher volume of threes you take, the lower percentage Um, if you could bring up a recent interview with him, if Colton, if you could bring up a recent interview with him, if Colton, if you could bring up a recent interview with him, if Colton, if you could bring up a recent interview with him, if Colton, if you could bring up a recent interview with him, if Colton, if you
birthday of a lady. He is one of the greatest, and he is one of the greatest boxers of all time. So, Mexican American World Heavyweight Champion. First, African American World Heavyweight Champion. Just was the first to actually win just the title title by the actual, but he created the culture of the American athlete. He created the culture of the American athlete to this day. We don't have time to really strongly solution about him now. We don't have time to really get into discussion about him now, of course, with one minute left. We'll try to Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll catch you guys next week.